0: Hello again, everyone. This is Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry, and you're listening to the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, this is episode number 54, recorded on March 16th, 2021 from Citizen Square in downtown Fort Wayne. On today's show, we'll be discussing our proud and growing local restaurant industry. Now, Like many businesses, the restaurant sector faced a number of challenges during COVID-19. And now with, we think a light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic, uh, there is great hope and excitement for what's to come in our local dining community. For a look at the inside of Fort Wayne's restaurant industry, I'm pleased to be joined today by president and owner of Baker Street Steakhouse, Proximo, and the Hoppy Gnome. His name is James Kahn. James, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Okay, I've got a number of questions lined up, and, and we'll try to do them within a reasonable amount of time because I could probably go all morning speaking about the <laughs> restaurant business. But I, I, I think that a lot of our listeners do recognize your name for the restaurants that you own. But tell us a little bit about your family and your interests outside of the restaurant industry.
1: Um, well, actually, family is my interest outside of yeah, the restaurant very industry. Good, very so good. Um, my I'm blessed, this year will be my 16th year married. My wife. Um, we have two beautiful daughters. Um, they're beautiful. That's her fault. Uh, no <laughs> contribution from me. <laughs> um, so we have a 15-year-old and uh-huh. a 8-year-old. Uh, they both uh, go to Blackhawk Christian. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and I, I was born and raised here. And uh, my mom lives here. My brother and sister. So I just I I kind of live to be with family and. Uh-huh. Very good. All the interest of everything else have kind of faded away as I've gotten uh, tea parties and you know da- daddy daughter dances and that kind of stuff. So,
0: uh, you know what? The- these are special times of your life, especially with the daughter fifteen. Mm. Uh, my daughter really loved me until she was about fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> then for about two or three years, I didn't know anything. Right. And now she's back. You know, come back around again, but uh, but they are special times. So uh, it's great. And you
1: have two daughters. I have two. I I told my... So everyone has kind of warned me about that. And... Uh... <laughs> I told my 15-year-old, starting around the time she was 7, that she was going to lose her mind. <laughs> and I said, don't worry, when you lose your mind, God gave me a little si- your little sister, so you can think I'm crazy, and yeah. then she'll still love well, me. Oh, for
0: the next few years, I think you and your wife are going to lose <laughs> your minds as oh. she goes through her teenage years. So. Yeah, we're working on <laughs> it. <laughs> now, actually, you know, you're a very successful restaurateur, and as I mentioned, you have three restaurants here in town, mm-hmm. each of them uh, unique Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as what they have to offer, but that that variety, I think, helps a lot of us who like to go out and dine by giving us that variety. But actually, you studied to be an engineer. Yeah, uh, How did you ever move from the engineering community to the restaurant business?
1: Well, it's not a it's not a great story uh, as far as like accolades, but I was uh, going into my senior year at Purdue and I had an internship in New Haven the year before. They asked me to transfer back to what was IPFW then, mm-hmm. and and then they would hire me after my senior year. So I thought, great, no problem. And um, so just to tell you how not intelligent I was, <laughs> I I got in a car accident that first semester, and I um, I didn't have any car insurance. Oh, so um, so I I couldn't get my I had to save money to get my car fixed, um, and I could really only get a, a ride because Uber wasn't here, and you know, couldn't afford taxis every day, so I could get a ride to work or to school, and I chose work, <laughs> mm-hmm. so my first semester of my senior year, I got straight F's, I didn't go oh, to oh, any classes, oh, 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 oh. and Purdue's not a big fan of that, <laughs> so they kick you out after that, right. so the se- spring semester I was off, summer, um, you know, you kind of get your your act together, oh yes, um, so I, I applied to get back in, got a got back in, but my student loans were now due, uh-huh. and so I started working, I had my internship the whole time, I started working that summer um, at Biagi's when they opened it, uh, in 2001, and for the next semester I did school, my internship in Biagi's, but then at the end of that semester Biagi's, uh, I started as a food runner, they had promoted me to serve a bartender, and uh, by December they were asking if I would be in their management training program for <laughs> Eight bucks an hour, so I forwent, uh my senior, my last semester of engineering, uh, for an eight dollar an hour management job okay. at Piaget's. Okay. No. So, but it was it was what I really I really enjoyed people and problem solving, and you kind of get both of those in the restaurant industry. So, um, lots of times where I thought, "What the heck was I thinking?" <laughs> but God had a plan. Yes, so, he did. Yeah.
0: Yes, he did. Now, I, I. I uh, I heard you say that you went to Purdue. Mm-hmm. Now we won't get into we won't get into the NCAA. Uh, although uh, my team IU is not even there, mm. so I guess I guess uh, we have to go with Purdue from Indiana. I don't know where else we we would go. So.
1: I would. You know what? So last year Purdue wasn't going to if they would have had a tournament. Right. But I can tell you the years that they make it and the years that they don't I always find a way to get Purdue winning the national championship <laughs> the bracket so <laughs> no one will begrudge you <laughs> for throwing on you there let's get back to script
0: <laughs> <laughs> well you know, there's no question that you've invested and invested heavily in Fort Wayne mm-hmm. uh, and as I mentioned earlier during this pandemic it's been a very difficult stretch for anyone in the hospitality business uh, but uh, as I mentioned you've been very successful and you could have put your restaurants anywhere you mm-hmm. didn't have to put them in Fort Wayne, and I know other cities uh looked at you. you may have looked at them, but ultimately, you chose fort wayne mm-hmm. uh and there I know there are other restaurant tours out there who have to make that decision from time to time as well whether or not to stay in fort wayne oh, yeah. maybe there's maybe there's an opportunity elsewhere. What made you uh, not only make the decision to but stay here, but to flourish here
1: well, God makes sure we flourish so uh but the um the decision to stay was really based on well i guess the the i 'll start with the only time I even entertained leaving Fort Wayne was because I had a mindset that you kind of had to to replicate so I wanted to do a Baker street again somewhere else and and to do a second Baker Street in fort Wayne would be i think that'd be a lot to ask it's a you know um mm-hmm. so we were indianapolis there's some people down there that were thinking of us and so we looked there but when we went to indianapolis i i um i got a chance to check out a couple of restaurant group called the cunningham group
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're big down there mm-hmm. and they've got all kinds of different concepts on in indy and it it really kind of opened my mind to say you know what we don't have to leave this town we could just open a different concept in town um and that way if we wanted to check on I can check on Baker Street Proximo and Hoppy Nome in one day um, and still be home to read Cat in the Hat so um, <laughs> it's it there's there's really nothing better And this industry does take a lot from family uh, I'm sure you know it oh, yes. being a mayor doesn't isn't easy um, so I wanted to be home as much as possible and uh, Fort Wayne is, I was born here. It's probably always going to be my home. And, uh, oh, that's great. Yeah, so th- as, as much as we could do in Fort Wayne is where I want to be.
0: Well, James, because you you have been successful and you've hung in there mm-hmm. during this whole uh, coronavirus period, uh, there's been a lot of talk about other restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, many of them having to close at least temporarily. Some of them, unfortunately, closed permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I know your restaurants went up and down, or at least a couple of them did.
1: Uh, how, did how did you
0: you and your employees get through all of this?
1: Uh, well, last year at this time was really tough. Um, and uh, praise God that there was the help that was out there. Um, it, you know, I, I'm not sure other than God. I know that the PPP loans mm-hmm. in um, last April were a tremendous help. It enabled us to keep our staff paid while being closed for almost three months. Um, and then there's also loans that we took out, the, in economic injury disaster loans, um, and then there's been tremendous grants and and a second round of PPP. But the the biggest thing is the, in my mind, the, re, the relationships that exist in Fort Wayne. So whenever we've had trouble, I mean, help is really only an email way, and people really sprung to action to, to find ways. So Greater Fort Wayne did an amazing job of helping connect us with people to help guide us through some of, mm-hmm. some governmental processes yeah, that we're wow. not familiar with. Um, and, I mean, you see how Fort Wayne as a community has really ri- rallied around restaurants. So someone started that To Go Fort Wayne Facebook page. Right. And for, there were days where we were cons- like, we should just close and then we would put a post on that page. And so many people would come in order to yeah. go food and help keep us going. So um, yeah, it was it was definitely probably the hardest thing that I, I hope the hardest thing I ever have to do. Um, but I would say we had 200 some employees. Everyone really worked hard to kind of keep things going and moving together and wagon construction, uh, jumped in and helped us while we were closed down to fix some things that we couldn't have other, otherwise done, and um, I just I don't know I can't say enough about the people in Fort Wayne that really jumped in to help us stay open. So you know,
0: James, sometimes we get
1: uh, uh, criticized by some
0: maybe criticized is, is too harsh of a word, but people sometimes laugh at the fact that people consider us to be a, a, a big small town. Mm-hmm but that can also uh, play to us very favorably. Oh yeah. Uh, the fact that there are relationships and partnerships in this community that do help you through tough times. So, uh, I'm glad to hear you say
1: that 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 uh, that's the kind of city that we are. Without a doubt. I mean, it's it is our in my mind it's our biggest asset and when people, my friends from college who live in Los Angeles or wherever and why would you stay there? Yeah. I like, I <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. It's, it's this community is amazing. So it uh, it
0: really does have a lot of a lot of things to offer, especially families. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but I want to talk about something else too. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the fact that you have three successful restaurants, but actually you have a fourth offering, and that's the Nome Town Brewing Company, mm-hmm. which sits right next to the Hoppy Nome, and uh, I, I'm not sure a lot of people know yeah. about. Uh, your brewing company, and, and how they can participate and be a, be a part of it. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, well, when we opened in 2016, I'm pretty sure still today, we were the only brewery in Indiana where you could go and brew your own beer. Um, so we call ourselves a Nanu, Nanu brewery because we're, we're big dorks. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're just a really small brewery, and um, we kind of thrive on the opportunity to be able to make a lot of different varietals of beer um, because of the way our, our brewery is set up so um, people can come in we've got two brewmasters that will help kind of curtail whatever you want your beer to taste like um, and then you, you make it start to finish um, then we'll take it and ferment it for you um, we come back three weeks later and you can either you could take the keg home and have a, a reception a party or it's just uh, a
0: pony keg or a big keg
1: well we could do either Oh my um, but gosh. but by default it's a, just a, a quarter barrel, so okay. about seven and a half gallons. Okay. Or you could actually bottle it, so you could send us some artwork, or we can help you develop artwork, and you can print labels, and you can bottle your beer. Or we can now we just bought a, a canner, and we have um, we have our own like well I guess yeah you would have to still print a label for those so but. You but can, you can, can also it.
0: drink it there, don't you? Have a little area. Oh, absolutely! There? Yeah, you can have so a reception. You can have a little and drink reception there. there.
1: Yeah. So there's some different ways that you have to do different things in order to make sure that everything so, stays. So, so
0: if if I want to have a a brewing party, mm-hmm. I could get six, seven, eight of my friends, right? And we go we go to the brewery and they help us make the beer. Mm-hmm. How long does that take? I would say about two and a half, three hours. Okay, so yeah. we make the beer over two and a half, three hours, and then you take it from there and you ferment it, yep. and then we can have it bottled or canned or put it in a barrel.
1: Right. And then we come get it. Well, yep, so you can also come back. So most people come and, and during, while they're brewing it, they, they have some appetizers and drinks, and so March Madness actually is a perfect time. Perfect time. To sit and brew, you can watch a couple games and make your beer and have some food. <laughs> um, but then you can do the same thing. You can do the bottling it yourself if you oh want. Oh my gosh! We'll do it if you don't want to mess with it. But a lot of most people come back and bottle um, and then have a second kind of hangout oh period my of time. Oh So yeah,
0: is it is it, a, a pretty popular hangout? that you doing pretty well?
1: It's you know what it's it increased uh, our sales by fifty percent when we opened the brewery. So it it is incredibly it incredibly popular. Okay. I don't think there's another reception type area around so do, with that same ambience. So do I just
0: call Nome Town Brewing and, and set up an appointment? Is that the way you do it?
1: Yep. Uh, is, is yeah, there... Alyssa or Marissa will help walk you through and get all the information that they need so that Isn't we have that the right great. ingredients and hops. And Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh,
0: now, back in 2018, mm. you talked about opening two more restaurants. Yeah, I have that, that uh, Do you thought. still
1: want to do that? <laughs> Mm, I think... Timing, in, I
0: mean, I'm not sure, is real good, right? But on the other hand, right. you, you can't borrow money any cheaper than
1: you can borrow it now. That's Absolutely weird. not. No. Um, I, I do want to. I, I want to make sure that we do it uh, the right way. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, we opened Proximo. It was... Um, I was doing a lot more by myself. Um, thank God we, we've been able to hire some more people. So I... We're close to being able to open more, I think, um, and but it's we'll see how how things go. At the at this time, or a month, thirteen months ago, I should say, I was really thinking that we would have opened one at the end of last year. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason. Everything, everything so.
0: it's 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 a very fluid business. Absolutely, you yeah. can uh, <clears throat> be on top one day and and uh, take a hit the next. Uh, obviously with the growth downtown with mm. the with more and more people moving downtown with apartments and condominiums and townhomes and the like uh you know the the numbers may be there but on mm. the other hand uh you know the business as well if not better than a lot of people so uh it's everything's about location
1: yeah well i downtown i think is a great location and when we opened hoppy gnome i think it was really there was paul is here and jk o'donnell's um and forgive me if I'm missing any more sit-down restaurants, but I think that— Maybe Club Soda. Club Soda, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So between those three, yeah. we were the fourth, and then now you've got Copper Spoon, yeah. Proxima, Ruth's Chris, mm-hmm. Talone, Nawa. I mean, yeah. you have so many sit-down restaurants, and our sales are increasing through all of that.
0: Yeah, it's, in, it's so. interesting. As I talk to some of the other tours downtown— businesses coming back now that more and more people feel comfortable going out Mm -hmm. there was a period there as you said for about a year that there was uh you were either shut down temporarily temporarily yourself or people had a a real fear factor to go out, and understandably so Mm -hmm. but now that things are getting better and better uh more and more people are venturing out and that can be nothing but a good sign for the the restaurant business yeah the um the restaurant hospitality business in, in, in Fort Wayne was probably the hardest hit of all of the industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and to talk to you and, and uh, to hear that your businesses are coming back uh, can be nothing but a good sign for Fort Wayne. Uh, because to me, uh, restaurants tell it all. Yeah. Uh, if the economy is, is not good, people won't go out and eat. Mm-hmm. So when the restaurants are hurting, the economy is probably hurting. Right. Uh, so to hear that that uh, your restaurants are doing well, and I know some of the others, <coughs> excuse me, in town are, are doing well too. That uh, that tells me that the signs of positive economic development in our city uh, is coming, if it's not already here. Uh, I agree. Plus we plus we have some new businesses moving into town, and and uh, I'm very excited about that, which means again more and more people. Right. Venturing into our into our restaurant business. Well, James, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so much uh, for for giving us a ton of information about the restaurant uh, business and your uh, ventures in, in particular. Uh, my hope is that as COVID nineteen situation continues to improve, that all of our residents will feel safe and healthy to dine out once again. Uh, Thank you so much to you, James. Thank you to listeners for tuning in today. It's another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep the momentum growing. This is Tom Henry, mayor of the city of Fort Wayne, and we'll see you again soon.